Hello, Pesto Posse. Welcome to episode 22 of Pesto Pete's podcast. I am your host with the most, Pesto Pete, and I have the pleasure. Eh, that's kind of weird. You know, it's not a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure is an odd word, huh? I have the distinction. No, that wouldn't be the right word either. I have the honor of being joined tonight by one of my most trusted sidekicks, Thirsty Mofo. Hey, Pete. Thanks for having me tonight. Uh, I'd like to think of myself as one of your esteemed colleagues. Yes, esteemed. But, what, what, uh, what generates an esteemed colleague? What uh, makes esteemed? Just my air of class and professionalism and, well, <laughs> Pete's notes, for anyone that just heard that big shuffle, almost landed in the fire. Yes. and that <laughs> Almost. So we are, we are live tonight from... We are uh, flying blind. Pete, Pesto Pete's Backyard. And uh, we've got a raging fire going here in the fire pit. Yes. And it was, you got one behind you there, yeah. Yep, it was uh, about 20 degrees for a good part of the day today. And uh, I think it got up to uh, close mid-40s. To, yeah, man. Mid-40s, but it didn't feel like mid-40s. Nah, I was kind of, I was near my office, so we were kind of near the ocean. So it was kind of cool. But uh, here inland, it wasn't so bad. But um, yeah. So uh, now that you've completely lost your, your place, in I got your my nose, mojo. I'm yeah, all right. Yeah, I got mojo with mofo. So uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the best best tagline in the business. I got a lot of mojo and a little mofo, yeah. vice versa. Oh, yeah. Well, don't hide behind that. No, no, no. I was looking for where the, what that was, and uh, oh. I thought it was a bear, oh, it's, and it's, it's your, your it's dog. <laughs> The hell is that a coyote? <laughs> I'd get her on. I'd get her on the microphone, but she's got her back collar on. Oh. That's, all you can hear is rough yeah, and then yeah, a yelp. Yeah, so, come no, here, come no here, yelps. come here, Fluffy. Hey, Fluffy. <laughs> no, it's a <Goose>. coyote <laughs> <laughs> with a back collar on. Mm. So yeah, like I said, episode twenty-two, dude, huh? Yeah, hard to believe uh, I've been around this many episodes. I know it's yeah. been. It, I mean, it's almost like I break out the microphone and somehow you're like my Siamese twin. I tell you, it's a Cinderella story. <laughs> it is. No, 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 no. But I am a little. I am a little saddened, and I know for a fact that we have a uh, loyal listener who's not happy with with the delay. We made our last episode. Made. We recorded our last episode on o- October second. Has that been that long? It has. So it's been a oh, month and a half. So it's not me. I did forget what it was all about, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't involved. And, uh, you know, I'm not a listener. So Right. There you go. <laughs> how, so how would I know? How would you know? No, but Kevin from the Cape. <laughs> the hell do I know? Kevin from the Cape, also known, a.k.a. also known as Rabid Kevin, um, was a little bit a little bit unhappy with us. You know, I don't blame him. No. Nope. You know, a guy is not getting his money worth, money's worth, and uh, you're just not delivering Pete, so... I promise, Kevin, tonight we will deliver. We're delivering. Well, I tried to deliver last Thursday night. No, I'm not sorry, not last Thursday night. Last Tuesday night up at camp. I was up in Maine camp. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And unfortunately, it's a you know camp. I don't know how many guys are in camp at that point of the week, 10 or so. And we we're all yapping and chirping away and having a good time. And it was a good time. It was Chief's birthday. Happy birthday, Chief. And, uh, we all got a tad overserved, and that's when I broke out the mic. Mm, mm. And it's amazing how quiet people get when a microphone gets thrown on the table. So yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. We recorded 30 minutes, and unfortunately, 
I don't think the production quality was suitable. <laughs> so after 20 minutes of beep, <laughs> beep, beep, <laughs> beep, 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 you, yeah, beep, I, beep, beep. I don't have the button, so I'm the one who has to say beep. <laughs> but no, we had we had a great time up at camp. But it's great to be back. And let me let me while we're starting, Charlie, Thirsty. Thirsty. Thank sorry, you. Sorry. Thank you. And uh, somewhere I have our 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 podcast partners are. P P P P P P Pesto Pete's podcast partners, and I wanted to mention Quiet Cat first and foremost. Quiet Cat's a, an electric bike company out of Eagle, Colorado. Uh, makes some great bikes. Check them out online at quietcat.com. Also on Instagram, great posts. They do a lot of the posting on Instagram, you know, with people feeding in pictures and stuff. It's pretty cool stuff. And if you use the the um, promo code P O like post office, the number twenty in the percent symbol, you get twenty percent off your purchase. So check it out. Support them. Great bikes. Still waiting for my freebie, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wait too long. Uh, also, Jefferson's Bourbon, kind enough to let us mention them on the podcast. Great mm, bourbon. Mm. Uh, they also, and we've mentioned it before, they have the uh, the ocean version, which is the the casks that travel around, travel around the ocean. In uh, Chris Fisher's uh, O Search, which is a uh, shark research vessel, and I owe Chris an apology. I kept saying Jeff Fisher. On one of the last podcasts, and Jeff Fisher, as we all know, was the um, NFL football coach. Mm. Jeff Fisher, who took over Steve Spagnolo, friend of ours, mm. uh, who was the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, go back. Um, St. Louis Rams coach for three years, and then Jeff Fisher took over, and then Steve went to uh, Kansas City eventually and won a Super Bowl. How's that? Second yeah. one too. So where's Steve now? He's a Kansas City. Still, still Kansas yep. City. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He uh, won his first Super Bowl against the Patriots when he was with the Giants. Yeah. I, yeah. We hate you, Steve. I mean, no, no, well, no. Really. no talk no, about no. a talk about a tough game to watch. <laughs> I wanted nothing but the best for him, but I also didn't want my team to lose. Yeah. 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 That was a tough one, you know, because he's a local guy. <clears throat> he was born in uh, Whitensville, which is a you know, a couple of towns over from Grafton. Moved to Grafton when the Twins were uh, in second grade. My my buddies and. Uh, not his twins, his twin no, brothers. His twin brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The twin, the twins. The twins. Yeah. You know what they? It's so funny growing up, um, and they're gonna hear this because they're really good <laughs> listeners. But it, growing hey, up, Kevin, Kurt, Thirsty Moso, Mofo, yep. uh, just a shout out in the house. In the house. I uh, wish you were here. We're gonna have yep. them with the twins, but it's funny when they were, when they were young kids, people just referred to them as twin, because everything happened so fast. That you'd be like, hey, twin! Because he didn't know which one it was yeah, until you got a good look at well, him. Well, the you know? fact <laughs> that they look a hell of a lot alike uh, doesn't hurt either. Yeah, there uh, is no question they're identical. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. there is, they are uh, very, very I, similar. I str- still struggle with that until I see that uh, heinous birthmark on the oh, one. Oh, yeah, the one that looks like Richard Nixon. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Like, no, people. <laughs> the one that looks like Richard Simmons. <laughs> Pick your Richard. <laughs> oh, that poor bastard. Oh, sorry, guys. Anyway, oh, sorry, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. We, we, we digress. We, are, I think episode, I think I have it listed down. I've already got all the show notes up to episode 29. I think Richard Simmons is going to be the subject of 29. You know, there is a podcast, Finding Richard Simmons. Apparently, is it really? Yeah. Apparently, he fell off the map. He disappeared. Legitimately is gone, and no one can find him, and... And so we don't know what's going on with Richard, but uh, I hope you're well, Richard. I hope you're listening. And, yeah, uh, hey, Richard. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know, I, hope you're, I hope you're living off the grid and uh, and killing shit out in the wild and providing food for yourself. Boy, for but, some reason, I'm not picturing that. I tell you, the it's, you know what the toughest part of hunting is when you're Richard Simmons? 
is getting a camouflage tank top and the little shorts and the leg warmers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just thought of something. We did the demographic in the last episode. I wonder if he's the one in Germany. <laughs> it could be. Could be. And hey, here's the St. Pauli girl. Yeah. Hey, I uh, love Richard Simmons. Oh, yeah. Was, I, like, I, I used to dude. get the biggest kick out of him on these talk shows. Like Mike Douglas? Yeah. And Merv Griffin, Griffin yeah, right? Yeah, I oh. know we're dating ourselves. Uh, dude, but that guy had it nailed. I mean, yeah. he was making scads of money. Yeah, yeah You know, being just yeah. an absolute nutcase. But. Yeah, so anyway. All right, uh, back to our sponsors. Or our, yeah. I'm sorry, partners. Partners, yeah. So Jefferson's Bourbon. Um, sorry, Chris Fisher. But uh, good, good job on the O search. Check those guys out too on Instagram. They have a they have a really good feed. They've got some great videos of these freaking white sharks that they're they're you know capturing and getting are, all the information. Are they the ones with the boat that goes up under the shark and lifts yeah. them out of yeah. the water? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I see that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think Chris Fisher and I think I might have mentioned it, but I believe his dad made all his money in like. Soda machines or something like um you know Fending? post post mix no post mix you know oh the, you know the you go up and push the little let, the little paddle and yeah. I think that's where his dad made all his money wow wow but uh, well, well thank you Jefferson's Bourbon thank and you Dad Eight Noon Hill Ave you know whenever you get a chance <laughs> <laughs> couple bottles I'm not being greedy mm. um, Regulator boats out of Oof. Edenton Edenton North Carolina great boats how come some of the best boats in the world come out of North Carolina. You know what? Probably because it, it's probably like an incest, not in the ugly sense of the word, but the incestuous kind of thing where you got a guy working for, you know, regulator. He goes over to Egret. He goes over to whomever. Grady White. Grady White. Yeah. You know, they just they just kind of feed off of each other. And they do, they sell there. It's kind of interesting in the boat business, and I'm probably completely off base with this somehow. But from what I understand, like, if you are a boat builder, someone wants your your hull. You sell them the mold, yep. and that become, and then you kind of you know customize it from there. Yep. So it's the molds that are the you know the shape of the hull and everything else that become the the value of the boat. Sure. Um, so regulator boats, um, the XO series is a hybrid series, inshore offshore, perfect for New England. You know we got some good inshore stuff, but if I could stomach being offshore, and I actually did this year, I actually dabbled with a little Dramamine just to take the edge off. And I was in my brother-in-law's boat a couple months ago. Did fine. So maybe yeah. I found the answer. Yeah. yeah, well, I found most of those issues uh, for me have come from diesel blowback or even oh. with the outboards, uh, the old, uh, you know, two-cycle. Oh, yeah. Where they're spewing the uh, the fumes, you know, with the newer motors with the four-cycle and, um, and uh, much better. You're not smelling that stuff and you're not breathing that in. But, no. man, I'll tell you, being off the back of a... 70 foot hatteras down oh, in uh, uh bimini and uh, not bimini um walker's k and backing down on a fish yeah, and it, the exactly. diesel's blowing up in your face exactly oh. and uh that was the nastiest thing and this guy's boat was built um uh, billy black right yeah that's his name yeah yeah that boat that he had was from 1972 wow <laughs> so yeah, you know what you take care of those are, oh yeah you know, uh, those boats are greatest they, boat on oh, the planet they're like, they're like you know? tanks yeah you know and they they burn a shitload of fuel <laughs> and you know what you can really spot the sharks from up there in the oh, fly cool? bridge <laughs> yeah, no that's right uh, so we'll there's talk, a, talk a, about those sharks later but there's a really cool instagram um post I, and i just go i just go by search and you know looking and this guy's this guy's fishing a small boat 
and he hooks it and it, it's a I think it's a um ooh the fire's popping. Mm. It's a um drone above him and they're videotaping and the guy's got a pod of dolphin, Mahi Mahi, yeah, you know, yeah. Dorado in front of him and he casts to the Dorado and you see the they all rush and it's amazing. Dave Morrell was like, Oh my god, look at the speed. And the boat the, the fish cruise by the boat, hit the bait, and then he hooks one. And then next thing you know, all that commotion generates this activity from sharks. And now the mahi's not only fish swimming to, you know, throw the hook, he's swimming for his life. Yeah. And it's just this this circular, you know, thing, a speed of fish everywhere. It was really, really cool. Um, I wish I, I knew the uh, who posted that because I'd love to I'd love to make a mention of it, but I don't remember who it was. And maybe that's going to be a new app. You know what? We're going to do Instagram episode. We'll take notes from Instagram, and we're going to we're going to shout out to everybody. Oh. Can we still drink during it? Oh, still? <laughs> you mean like until then? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, right, let me continue with our right, partners. Yeah, I want to yeah, do this yeah, quick. Yeah, right. Jack's Abbey. Yes. Jack's Abbey. I just I'm got. I'm very a... sorry to Jack's Abbey. I was. I had my left hand on the Jack's Abbey twelve pack, yeah, and it's... my right hand on the. Uh, St. Pauli girl. What, what sold you? And I the label? Saw this, <laughs> saw this buxom, beautiful German woman. Holding four holding, steins of beer. And maybe I, six steins of beer. And I said to myself, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then you bought the beer, too. <laughs> but Jack's Abbey out of Framingham, great, great beers. Um, they're Hot Ponies Union. I've mentioned it before. Probably the best beer I've ever had. I mean, it really, really is a good beer. And um, it's funny, they, they recently posted, and I'm going to try to stop saying it's funny. They recently posted on Instagram, they're going to shut down their kitchen, you know, for obvious reasons, COVID reasons. Just for now, they've got a great, we went there with Colin, I don't know, two or three years ago. It was a great beer garden, and it's really friendly, and it's, it's picnic tables, and no reservations. People get up, people sit down. It's really, really cool, and you can watch them brewing the beer behind. And uh, they decide to suspend the food operation and continue up with beer, obviously. Yeah, but don't they need to have a little bit of food just because of the No, they're orders? shutting down that whole oh, block, and I believe. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad, but yeah. I, I sent a quick note to them. You made a, a, a tough, smart decision, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they, they, they sent me a quick post back on Instagram, you know, thanking me for support and stuff. I don't know if they knew who I was, but. Yeah, I, I but, just want to thank them personally for making Oktoberfest this year because that made my fall. Oh, their, their, their beer is so damn good. Yeah, yeah. And they, they take pride in it. So thank you. So what's the, the, the one I like the most? Not the Hyponius. It's oh, the House, House Lager. House Lager. Yeah, yeah. You know what's great about that stuff? They have 16-ounce cans. And ah. here it's like ten ninety nine. Wow. How do, how do they do that? Mm. And it's, it is good beer. Because they, they love us and they oh, know they love beer us. is good for us. Beer is good. Um, Four Roses Bourbon. They're out of Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Old, old um, distillery. Long story. Check them out online. They had a big story about going to Japan. Ba ba ba. They had a. They brought back their um, their product to the to, to the um, to the what do you call it? North America. And uh, <laughs> where are we? Hey, look at that. Oh, look at there's Mercury right there. Uh, that's cool. I thought that was Uranus. No, no, that's else. That's the other. That's over there. But they brought it back in 2015. Four Roses, really good bourbon. Good people, too. I've read a little bit about them. I haven't tried it. we got to do a little sipping. We're going to do a sipping podcast. We don't sip shit. I know, but bourbon, <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not gunning down bourbons. And you know who's a, gr a great 
bourbon sipper that you may not know. He lives very close to us. Cletus. Oh, really? Cletus. I did not know that. Cletus and Cletus, I. A.K.A. P.A. Cletus and I went late night at Mike the State Trooper's house. Really? And we got in about <laughs> 12 different bourbons. My, oh, Mike, Cletus, I didn't know Mike was oh, a bourbon guy. Oh, Mike's a closet bourbon guy, too. He is a state trooper. <laughs> oh, yeah. He probably, he probably just takes it from people. <laughs> exactly. Hey, how old Give are you? Give me that bourbon. How old are you? 18. Give me that bourbon. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of 18-year-olds yes, drinking good bourbon. <laughs> yes, officer. Yes, yes, sir. Please right. don't arrest how me. Old no, you? you're not going to arrest me. How old are you? 58. Give me that bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. It's not open? I don't yeah. care. Give it to me. <laughs> no, so we, uh, we had the Christmas party, and... Uh, it was, uh, it was, we had a Oh, long... the Christmas party I didn't get invited to? Well, yeah, I think it was that one. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. thanks. We had a... Uh, how about we move on? So anyway, talk... <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Uh, sorry. He, Pesto, check your show notes. <laughs> Pesto Pete's still struggling to get over that one, but it was, it was not, it was not like that, but he thinks it was. But anyway, it was fun, and, uh, but, so yeah, we got to do some bourbons, and uh, I'd love to try the Four Roses. Four Roses are really good. So thank you, Four Roses, for being a partner. Thank you for letting me mention you guys um and thank you in advance for sending us a free bottle right for our oh for our podcast, podcast. taste That's, yes, yes. For taste, we taste. promise we won't drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i i won't even walk i've had oh dude should we tell that story i think you might have to that uh, there's been a once in my life that i could not walk home from pesto pete's house my number on my house is number eight which means like Four houses later is number 16, where you reside. Yes. Yes. So I sadly don't remember the circumstances. Well, it was a Red Sox game. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I wasn't into the game, but. I no, was, I think you were. I think you I were was... celebrating every pitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> so I thought it was a golf match. Oh, and I got onto oh. the back nine of an eighteen pack. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, I think you, were, I think you were closer to taking off eighteen and playing another nine. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I was on the back nine of a thirty pack, and uh, and uh, I don't know what what got into me, but uh, and and you came to me and as a friend, and I did not and, imbibe to the level that you had, and and you said, yeah, good night, and I'm like, <laughs> I said. <laughs> How about I give you a ride home in your own car? I said, I can't walk home. <laughs> and I think I said, can you walk to your car? Because <laughs> no. there's, there's no way in hell I'm carrying your ass. <laughs> no, there was, there was no driving involved. It was like, here's my keys. I'll leave you my no, car. No, I had to get you. No, I drove you home in your own oh, car. Oh, I know. Well, the first oh. part of the conversation was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll leave my keys and I'll walk home. And I started to walk home and I'm like, hey, Pete. You needed a ride. I, you needed a ride home. I can't walk home. <laughs> my feet are failing me. Did the Red Sox win? What? <laughs> and then I said, it was the Masters. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't baseball. No wonder I couldn't follow the ball. <laughs> you were like, is Tiger Woods pitching? <laughs> oh, uh, that was ugly. Yeah. 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 That's, That's all right. All- 
So hey. these things happen to, to people, you know. No, hey, we made the right decision. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. you home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so send some bourbon. We won't yeah. drive, and yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have a little taste test out here. And I'll, be good. I'll sleep right here next to the fire. Oh, we could do that. I am so toasty warm now. I have the perfect layers of clothing on. Well, I think you're also, you got that little tube coming out of the fire that's blowing at you, because I get a little chill after we admit. Hmm. Well, I'm going to be all right. You're, uh, you are you don't have really a jacket on. No, you I haven't yet. I'm yeah, going to throw yeah, one on yeah, in a yeah, minute. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So one more one more partner, and this is all kind we're of still fun. still talking about partners, man. We well, we yeah, but we're segueing. It's all good. Don't be a hater. Oh, so Tom Miranda. Tom Miranda is a fucking cool guy, right? He's gone out, killed 29 big game animals in, the, in North America, all on video, and go on his Instagram feed and check out his trophy room. Mm. It's insane. Like, so. So he has more than a, a mouflon, <laughs> a deer, a moose. What do you uh, got? What do you got? I got, uh, what do I got? I got pictures. <laughs> I got some classic cars. <laughs> I got, I got the, I got the bud chicks. Oh, oh, that's better than my mouflon. Uh, I, I got a classic, uh, I got a classic poster from the 80s. His, his trophy room, and I, I comment, and, and he's really good. If you guys, Go on Tom Miranda's Instagram page and watch his stuff. He does all these old school um, pictures of, you know, like hunting from the early 1900s and trapping and stuff. Really, really cool shit. But he... Um, stuff. Stuff. And he uh, he posted something, I, and I said, is that the same species of kudu? I think it would... Kudu's an African species, Charlie. You may not be oh, thirsty. Yeah, they got them. the spiral, the ghost of the savanna, you know. They're, they're listen, amazing animals. Listen, I oh, used good. to get National Geographic when I was a kid. <laughs> All right, and stop I saw right there. a lot more than kudus. <laughs> we didn't call them kudus. <laughs> All right. So he's like, oh, no. He, he answered my post. He's like, oh, no, that was a greater kudu and a lesser kudu or something like that. And I was like, wow, this dude's dialed in. So Dude, I was, I've seen greater and lesser kudus in my day. <laughs> I bet you have. So, so uh, I was out turkey hunting this spring, and I reached out to Tom the night before and said, "Hey, I'd love to mention you on the podcast." Blah blah blah. Check us out. And he and I said, uh, I, "You know, I, I won't mention you without without your approval." Just kind of getting some, you know, some buy-in. I'm out turkey hunting. And my phone. I'm, it was me, Woody, and Jack. And all of a sudden, I get this in my pocket, and I look, and it's Tom Miranda responding. Go. He's like, have at it, Pesto Pete. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're almost famous. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, wow, wow. I'm, that's, that threatens me because, uh, you know, I might be getting kicked to the curb. No, I'm, I think. I'm just an ordinary guy. I just want to, I'd love to just hang out with people like that. And, and I mean, I've seen enough of his videos because everything he did is on video. He's the only person to get the. The North American Super Slam on yeah, video. Yeah. Well, you know, you did it, but it wasn't on video. So, well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. You know what the toughest one was? Muskox. Oh, I all I had. I I went up to the uh, Arctic Circle, and all I had was a pair of gym trunks. Man, I thought it was muskrat. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait. Yeah, you're right. It was just a muskrat. <laughs> Anyway, so, so we done with the sponsors. One, one more, and then a mention. Because last night I had dinner with. Um, then we got to talk about our listeners. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So last night, um, I had dinner uh, with. Oh, here the train in the back. That's kind of neat. Wow, wow. Feels like we're in Kentucky. I know. <laughs> 
we got we got a, a sliver of a moon here, like a quarter of a moon. Yep. Uh, waxing. I think it's a waning. Oh, waxing, waning. <laughs> we got uh, Uranus. Yeah, we, we already we, talked we, about we, that. We got, we got Mercury and Venus, and uh, we got a fire pit here. I mean, oh, this is this, this doesn't is suck. Like, and I'm toasty warm in this uh, and, camo jacket. What is the temperature, if you don't mind me asking? I'm, I'm going to say it's about 35. I'm going out in the morning. Mm. Hopefully you're not listening, Greg. Greg's my boss. <laughs> Greg, Greg. It says 40, but feels Greg. like 34. Greg, I'll be back in time for work. Yeah, yeah. back in time to get my ass kicked by my customers. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so last and but last but not least, Kelly's Roast Beef. Um, great partners of mine in business. They're friends. I, I had dinner with Dan Dard. I wish you time. hadn't mentioned them because now I'm getting hungry. I know. <laughs> Could we have, you, we oh. haven't eaten yet, and that's uh, oh. and, and I love Kelly's Roast Beef. We love Kelly's Roast Beef, and and we had a dinner last night. We expected to hang out for. It was myself, my boss, and, and Dan from Kelly. And Dan mentioned the podcast last night. How's that? He's like, oh, yeah, you and Joe Rogan have something in common because you both both mentioned Kelly's roast beef. But, you know, we're above the Joe Rogan experience right now because he's only mentioned them once. Wow. I've mentioned them at least three or four times now. But they're great, great partners. Yeah, it um, sounded like you had a great dinner because you butt-dialed me right in the middle of it. And I'm like, wow, sounds like he's having a really fun time eating really good food. And here I am quarantining. Mm. Oh, I wish I could go out. Here I am quarantining on the keto diet. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, wish I, could oh, eat, I wish I could that, eat Italian that, bread. That explains your anger. Oh, yeah, I'm You're not angry. getting enough carbs. I'm angry, man. Uh, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. Okay. I've lost 12 pounds. I'm there you go. looking good, feeling good. Jeez. I, um, yeah. When you walked in, I was like, holy Christ, who's that? I know. I get that a lot. <laughs> I get that a lot. He's, he hit the uh, the artist formerly known as Thirsty Mofo. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to just have symbols now. Yeah. Right? Didn't, right. Didn't, who, who did that? Was that Prince, Prince that yeah. went to symbols? Excuse me, symbols? And then realize well, that, was, that wasn't his fault. That was contract bullshit. And oh, uh, was it really? Oh yeah. He's oh my like, god! Do you know you. everything? Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck you." This is you know. So fuck you. This is my new symbol. And then everybody's like, "Oh yeah, okay. Well, that's what I'm gonna do." I want a symbol. Yeah, I got a symbol for you. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> right? The universal symbol. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, four fingers down and one up. Can you see that with the gloves on? So uh, I was telling my I, boss last night while Dan was there, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but Jim Ratai who's a solid listener and a really good guy. I love the dude to death. And he's like, goes down to the basement of one of the Kellys to build a slicer out of three broken slicers. And that's just what this dude can do. Wow. So he's doing his thing because he's, you know, he's got a bunch of knuckleheads breaking machines and shit. So he goes down and he's, he decides to binge listen PPP, <laughs> right? So he's binge listening. Right. So. Dan. Are you sure that wasn't his boss punishing him for breaking <laughs> no, the slices? No, it's awesome. I love I, these guys are great. I spend enough quality time with them to love them to death. But so so Dan comes down, who I had dinner with last night. And he's telling the story. And he comes down. And he goes, walks down the stairs, and he's like, "Hey Jim, what are you doing?" Jim goes, "Oh, I'm building a slicer. Are these three broken slices?" Blah blah blah. And Jim's like the go-to guy. Whatever you need, you need to develop a menu. Jim's your guy. You need to fix a slicer. Jim's your guy. The friggin' grease traps clogged. Jim's your guy. You know, he's just that. He's like the, he's just the go-to guy. The Jim of all trades. Jim of all trades. So he says, Dan says, so anyway, he stops and he goes, hey, that sounds like Pete Tonelli. <laughs> and Jim goes, it is. <laughs> so, so we developed a, 
a like a communal, you know, pod of listeners. So yeah, thanks to Kelly's. We love you guys. Yeah. Keep up the good work. It's the best. Air fist bump. So Air weren't fist. weren't you with those guys on a flight or something? And I was having lunch with a client and uh, called you. I like, was in the airport. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, in yeah. Salt Lake City. Yeah, it was all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, You're like, hey, I just hey, had the best dinner. Hey, hey, dude, I just had just took a client to lunch. And uh, where'd you eat? Oh, Kelly's. <laughs> I was like, I'm with those guys right now. <laughs> So here's so yeah we were we were in the airport coming back from Boise Idaho or actually Sun Valley through Haley Haley to Salt Lake City Salt Lake City to Boston and Sounds I was like a lot of work oh it, oh my Ugh. god the flight the flight out is, is great because you do it like four in the morning but in that I, I'll tell you if you can have anybody listeners if you can get to Idaho and get up to Sun Valley catch them every you know all the all the all the you know people with their noses in the air call it Sun Valley but it's really catch them where Ernest Hemingway ended his life with a shotgun from? Uh, Remington? No. Um. Abercrombie and Fitch. Back in the old days, Abercrombie and Fitch was like a hunting outfitter. Wow. Imagine that. So I've been I've been to catch him three or four times, and I've never visited his grave, which mm. I, I, I almost feel slighted because I, I – you know what? I've read Old Man in the Sea, and you know I, I know Hemingway. Some people say, "Oh, Hemingway is the way to go." Some people say he's a freaking fraud. You know, I mean, whatever you pick your poison. But Old Man in the Sea, that's a damn. Do you have, have you ever read it? Yes. Yeah, I have the novelette. Like the, it's it's. I am the all-knowing thirsty mofo. Yeah, you are. Christ, you're freaking multifaceted. I know it's amazing. I grew up in New Hampshire. <laughs> I went to college in Florida, and my neighbors still ask me. Can you read? <laughs> <laughs> well, you. Well, it was. It must have been your senior year at Tampa that when they taught you. <laughs> yes. Finally. Yes. So thank you, Kellys. You guys are the best. Um, and hey, anytime we're doing a podcast, if you don't mind catering the event, that'd be awesome. Oh. Maybe the bourbon event. Oh my God! Roast Can beef you and bourbon. <laughs> roast beef with that barbecue sauce. Oh, and I'm sipping a little. Rose, Four Roses bourbon. Ooh, oh. woman, the cockles oh, of my heart. Jefferson out here next to this fire. You know what? I we're think... Gonna, we're going to do it. Know what we're going to do? Next time... We are going to invite the Kellys boys to participate in the podcast. Not virtually. No. You're not, you're not getting off no, the hook. No, And I know. <laughs> I know you, Jimmy. You like your bourbon too, right? You're coming in. And Jimmy, you can sleep over. Yeah, yeah. Pete right. doesn't have plenty enough room. room. I got plenty of room, too. He's got too. plenty of room. <laughs> My kids are in college, too, so you, you can stay here. Oh, I think Jim might just sleep out back. and that'd be I think we too. all might just sleep out here next there to the fire, go. Jim. It's too good. So, so uh, you know, good. speaking of Abercrombie and Fitch buying a, a shotgun from there, um, you know, that antique Evinrude outboard oh, that I have. something with that. Yeah, my grandfather's outboard Evinrude that came with a carrying case um was purchased from sears and uh it's the coolest thing and it came with an extra spark plug an extra rope to pull it and uh canvas bag and you carried it down and it was designed to hang on the side of a canoe and uh so i've got it just you know in my basement in the bag hidden away from everybody and i would love to uh 
to find a place and a home for that and to mount that and just have it out. And it's such a conversation piece. It's the coolest thing. It is cool. The, the bag itself, just the fact that they put it in like a bag you throw over your shoulder. Yeah. What the, what's a horsepower? Like two? One quarter. It's a quarter horsepower. Yeah. I mean, you go you go to Bass Pro, and I think they're all replicas or something, but they're they're all over the the you know the boating department. Yeah. And they're cool as shit. Some of those things, you know, the way they design them, it's amazing. But and I've taken a bunch of pictures there, and I've, I I don't want to say this on air, but I'm gonna steal their idea of you know sometimes they've built like a fake transom. Well, we you or and a, I talked yeah, about yeah, motor mountain. So many years ago, and that's maybe that's a good winter project. You know for the, us. the conference room in my office that we don't use, yeah, because there's only two of us. Yeah. Um, we were <laughs> not, a lot, not a lot of conferencing going on. <laughs> I was gonna take all of that stuff and decorate that. All those old fishing rods that we got at that yard sale and yeah, rent no, them, and, and all those lures and shit. And I was gonna decorate that room and put that, hang that motor on the wall and That'd stuff. Be and, cool, and just because that's a great place to do it because. It, you know, the wife can't say no. Right. Right? That's yeah. my no, office. But, <laughs> what, you know what's cool, too, is like you could, you could be on a conference call or talking to a customer and go in there. And I'm going to tell you right now, talk about the difference in your demeanor from your desk to there. Yeah. Right. It'd be it'd be cool, right? It'd be it'd be just like, oh, this is a relaxing place. I'm going to open up. And we'd be playing Pesto Pete's podcast in the background. Just, just, just the loop. Yeah, a, a loop. Yeah, you know, a low low volume. Is, but do you just, think Rich from Needham is uh, gonna settle in on that? Yeah, he's a good listener. Yeah, Rich from Needham is. Uh, we gotta get Rich from Needham on, and yeah. we gotta get Kevin from the Cape on. <laughs> we gotta, we yeah. gotta, Kevin, Kevin, we gotta definitely Kevin got a phone in, and we'll get Rich to phone in. Too. Kevin, Kevin um, loves his podcast and is very much involved in historical. He's very involved in historical po- politics and things like that. Does he like roast beef? We'll get him on the Kelly's. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Kelly's roast beef? Oh, man, I'm telling Everybody you. Everybody loves it. They're such great guys. I know. You know, know um, my customer that is right down the street from the original Kelly's. In, in, in uh, Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't called me for a while. So I got I to gotta call him and say, hey, I need to come out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, uh, let's do it. Let's meet just before lunch. <laughs> Yeah, because last time I was out there it was right before lunch. That's right. Remember I told you yep. I parked and I yep. walked down there and oh, yeah. and waited and uh, it was worth. And then it, the amazing part is that Thirsty Mofo was able to abstain from eating everything <laughs> from the drive from Revere to Braintree because oh, I, I yeah I have to, I'd have to put it in the trunk. I know. Well, I didn't have a trunk, uh, but I couldn't reach the back of the. Oh, you uh, did. Oh, did you to the uh, the Explorer? So. <laughs> Like, I had to put it in the way back because yeah. I would have eaten that shit and Rich would have been, dude, oh. where's lunch? Oh, it, it, it's like <laughs> funny Kelly story. So, <laughs> Dean, Dean, if you're listening, um, I'm sorry. So I walked into Kelly's. Uh, don't was, throw Dean under the bus. No, no, no. It's not under the bus. It's me. I went to, to see uh, Dean up in, in Saugus at their location in Saugus. And... He's like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I said, oh, it's my anniversary, you know, my whatever, 20-something anniversary. He goes, oh, let me make a couple lobster rolls. Mm. I'm like, Dean, I, and I'm trying to stop, and he runs out to the back room. And he comes back with a bag, and he's got lobster rolls, he's got ice, he's got the whole thing. Take these home, you and your wife enjoy them. Oh, wow. Well, Noelle, as you know, I think, does not like lobster. I didn't know that. She does not like lobster. Mm. Well, so that's I a good like, problem to have. I'm like, and I, more for me. Well, I couldn't stop him quick enough. So I 
was gracious enough to accept the two enormous lobster rolls. Two two-pound lobster oh rolls. Oh, my God. They were... <laughs> so I'm driving back, and I'm driving from Saugus on 128. I get to Redding, which is, what, four miles? I pulled into REI <laughs> in the parking lot and freaking snarfed on. one down. Oh, my God. People were driving by. I'm sure that my car was bouncing. They probably thought something gross was going on. It was it's, it's pervert. I'm, I'm dro drooling. I'm free. It's all of my steering wheel. This pervert's got drawn butter dripping off his chin. Oh, my God. It was freaking amazing. So I shouldn't be driving. <laughs> I had a crustacean overload, but uh, it was so funny. I, I felt a little guilty, frankly, but I, I couldn't stop him. But, uh, but thank you, Dean. That was a couple of years ago. So, anyway, uh, we should have those guys on. They're, they're terrific guys. Uh, that would be great. I would, uh, That'd I'd be like, fun. like to meet those guys, and I'm sure they'd like to meet me. Jim, Jim Ratai always says, <laughs> I want to. I want to write a Pete Tonelli adventure story because every time I we talk, there's always something going on. I can kayak across something, or and it's nothing. It's nothing crazy. It's just you know a lot of people don't do that stuff, and that's a shame. Get out there and do shit, people. Yeah, do shit. You know do the older shit. the older we get, it's like you know what. You, you know, I just had another. Unfortunately, another classmate of mine pass away. Oh Jesus! And um, you know. I'm 57. I'll be 58 in December. You're a few years behind me, but you know, you start looking at this stuff and seeing the obituaries of your your classmates, and it's just life is short. Um, Don't regrets, kid. You know, and I hate that. That's kind of like a buzz, a can yeah, thing. But yeah. no regrets. Why? So you know, what we talk about we talk about tree stands, right? We're climbing up trees. We're up 20 feet. The wind's blowing. Blah blah. Dave Morrell said. When are we going to start just hunting from ground blinds? When yeah. are we going to? I said, never. I'm never going to get that old that I can't with a safety strap. And remember, those those safety lines are, are the key. Scotty Alexander, my taxidermist, who will be on in two weeks. Nice. We're going to be coming little, back at you. Little I, teaser. A little teaser. Little teaser. We got Kevin another from pod. the Cape. We're coming at you. Kevin, we're coming we're, at you. Kevin, we're going oh, back to I, back. Look mofo. what I just pulled out of my pocket. Oh, uh, what, nine cal mil yeah, what nine caliber millimeter, is that? Nine millimeter shell. Where'd that come from? So, so um, no, so Scotty's like, he, he actually, and I mentioned it on the podcast, he was like, I listen to your podcast and I actually gained something from that. That whole tree step, not, not the screw in tree steps, which are illegal in Massachusetts because if you fall on them, you gut yourself. Yep. <clears throat> but the actual ladders that you strap to a tree and then you go up. But the whole time you're going up, you know, you get up to the top, you put on a lifeline. They call them a lifeline. So when you end up going into that, you're you're connected the whole time. And most times people fall are going in and out. Not when you're sitting in your tree stand right. unless you fall asleep. Right. But it's all about in and out. And he said, I'll never climb another tree without one. Yeah. But that made me feel good. You know, I mean, this is all funny bullshit, you know, and, and everything. But, but, hey, he gained from it. And that, that made me feel good. All right. This is a right, serious podcast. Thanks, dude. So you pulling out this nine millimeter shell out of your jacket reminds me of uh, New Year's Day years ago. We had a just a killer New Year's Eve party. We're Todd's. <laughs> no, we were up in uh, Newburyport, and uh, so ripping it up at Neil's place. And uh, oh yeah. And so uh, we did not have any milk or cream or anything for coffee. So I said, "Oh, I'll shoot down to the store." And uh, 
So my jacket was in the car or something, so I grabbed Neil's hunting jacket, <laughs> and I throw it on, and I go in there, and I had stuck my wallet in the pocket. And so I get up to the clerk at Cumberland Farms, <laughs> and I reach in there, and I go, what the hell is that? I didn't know what it was. And I something foreign to me feeling, right? So I pull it out, and there's two shotgun shells. And I pull them out, and she goes, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't have a shotgun. Uh, they're just shells. They're in my pocket. And I'm like, I'm not pulling them out to threaten anybody. I'm right, just right, yeah. looking for my wall. Yeah. I'm, what am I going to throw you and hit you in the eye with it? <laughs> you know, like the shells aren't going to fire themselves. Uh, it scared the shit out of her. I'm like, oh, girlfriend, I'm so hungover. <laughs> I don't even know my I would, name. I couldn't aim at you if I had to. <laughs> I couldn't even throw these at you. So, so back when 9-11 happened in 2001, a couple of years later, I was in Boston, had to go into a customer. I had to park in a parking garage. And back then, they'd, <clears throat> and they may still do it, they open your trunk, you know, they, they do a little quick search of, the ve- search of the vehicle, blah, blah, blah. So Is that when he found your skitched underwear in the trunk? No, oh, no I God. throw those in dumpsters. <laughs> So, yeah, they're all over the state. So, um, (laughs) so he goes and goes, can you pop the, you know, in some language, can you pop the trunk? I said, yep. And he pops, I pop the trunk, closes the trunk, goes, okay, you're all set. So I drive in and I, I park and do my, do my thing, come out. And I said, you know what? I was duck hunting this weekend. I go back as I'm leaving, I go into the, the trunk of my car. There are spent shotgun shells, like, strewn all over the trunk. So I, I had to ask myself, what are you looking for? <laughs> like, cod? Fertilizer and uh, propane tanks. <laughs> like, fish? Yeah, good. <laughs> Eggs? Mm, yeah, man. you know, he, I, he could easily have thrown me in jail. You know, oh, this guy, you know, he's a threat. You know, it was mm. so funny. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, uh, they could have thrown you in jail for your gas. No, that too. Yeah, that's too, bad. Bad, but, but anyway. back in the day. Yep, 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 yep. So one other shout out, and we've done a really good job in forty-one minutes of segue and the whole partner thing. But I and these guys did not give me the permission to talk about them. But Onyx, man, they saved my ass. If you're a hunter, an outdoors person. You, you want to get out there. Onyx is the key. The, the, what I don't like about Onyx is you got to buy the state. You buy it by the state, and it's pretty reasonable, like 30 bucks a year. If you do it the first time, it's like 26 And But it's a it, it's an app in your phone that tracks you, and you can, if you're going out somewhere where you think the next day you might not have a signal, you can download an offline map, and then it's still accurate the wow. next day when you're out there. Wow. So you don't, need, you don't need cell service. And I went out to that wildlife management area in, in September to hunt bears. And I, you know, this is going to come up later because we do have Charlie Thirsty. We have a, an email from a listener. Mm. Little tease. Another tease. I'm teasing a lot today. Rich Little from Needham? Nope. Nope. Yeah. You know what? Step up, Rich. <laughs> no. Don't be a bitch, Rich. rich. <laughs> We're going to leave that alone. Don't go to the next step. Don't do it. Call the cast. What? Just leaving it there. Call okay. the call the cast. Call the podcast. Oh, call oh the ca- I got you. Call the cast. I got you. Yeah. Cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny when you say cast, you can't see the hyphen. <laughs> or the what's it? 
Apostrophe. C-A-S-T. Right, but there's a little apostrophe because yeah. you got to replace pod with yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've, yeah. We've, we've driven it down. Oof. So anyway, um, I was out in that area, and I so I pull up. It's a, <laughs> that area also known as East Bumfuck. That's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my God. You're, st- you're like, Pete, are you still in Massachusetts? He goes, I think so. Remember that? Yeah, I called you back. <laughs> no. I called you on the way on my yeah. way home. I'm yeah. like, I have no idea where I am. I went to uh, exit two, Lee. Yikes. Took a right. <laughs> yeah, Lee. Drove another 40 minutes. So Lee is out near New York. Yeah. Oh, state yeah. State border. And, and, you know, for the, I mean. For those listeners that for don't know listen- where Lee is. For our listeners in, in Germany. For our listeners in, yeah, yeah. Uh, for those folks in in uh, Laos that are listening, Laos, <laughs> Laos. I couldn't think how to say Thailand. it. Thailand, Thailand. So yeah. So um, oh, in Texas, London, London. Oh, we know, we know. England. England. We have listeners in England. The, too. Probably Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, she. she or she knows where. Or it could is. be Pippa. Seeing us all of. Uh, I think it's Pippa. Uh, uh, yeah. Ooh, I love Oof, Pippa. I love Seeing us all of our <laughs> towns are named after English towns. And their sister. What do you mean by that? Yeah, sister cities. Norfolk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheshire. Oh, Cheshire. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, listeners. Yeah. Pete's, Pete, Pete's giving me the universal sign that, uh, hey, Thirsty, I need another brew. Stat. Stat. <laughs> Here you go, Pete. I may not make it through this. Yeah. Ooh. So, man. Um, what were Thank we God saying? I, wow. I said you were you you were out there and you had downloaded the, uh, the oh yeah so the on app on and I got so I pull up. I, I, I found my way there. I got there at first light, which meant I left here at like three. And when I got there, I pull up and it says wildlife management area, 7,000 acres. And then the sign below that says, please ignore the banjo music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. No, I'm going to tell you. If I didn't have Onyx, thank you, Onyx, I'd still be out there. But, but, I know. You know what? It it uh, That's the stuff that concerns, uh, you know. Folks, it's like, oh my God, I know kind of sort of where you are. And if you ever got in trouble and you slipped and fell and broke your ankle, it's like, I'm calling the state police and and it's got a 7,000 acre search party. It's like, holy shit. You you just reminded me of a funny story. Oh, that's good. So Colin and I were out at Quabbin. We've done a couple of Quabbin episodes here. Everybody, the, uh, the, 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 uh, Listeners like uh, Kevin on the Cave. And they Rich. love Quabbin. Everybody, everybody knows Quabbin. And check out on my Instagram page at, at Pesto Pete's Podcast because there's some great pictures from Quabbin. And check out Fly Fishing in a Thong on my Instagram page. Uh, <laughs> no, at check out check out Thirsty Died Twice Today. dot <laughs> <laughs> com. That was that. Was, that was a different day than when Thirsty was fly fishing in a oh, thong. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you brought you forgot. Yeah, your thong. I got my red, white, and blue that, that might flag have been, thong. That was a really difficult day we were out there. And that's that's the day we did the podcast. I forget what episode number, but for my brother's bar, the funnest part was the uh, the ride out and the ride back, <laughs> and and hanging at Jack's bar. Oh my God, that was great. So that thank was, you, Jack. Thanks for sponsoring the podcast that day, and uh, and uh, your nephew. Uh, Marco. Marco, thank you, fellers. That was episode 18. Wow. I think. That seems like uh, a like hundred. You know, COVID's like dog years. Oh, COVID. Like every year, a COVID me. feels like seven years. But yeah. no, honestly, every year, COVID feels like two. Oh, two it's years. unbelievable. Like, are you shitting me? I love that. There's a there's a T-shirt you see on, on certain feeds, and it says, wine. 
the glue holding this shit show together. <laughs> and that's what it is. I mean, I, it, I saw a t-shirt today that I really like, Pete. And, you know, and you know I can appreciate a good t-shirt. It was uh, especially if they're wet. Yeah. Well, this wasn't wet. Only in the armpits. And it was it was neon green and and the dude was enormous. He made Thirsty Mofo look like a 130-pound weakling. And uh, he said, I beat anorexia. <laughs> I saw I saw one up at uh, Old Orchard Beach, right? All those T-shirt shops and shit. And it's just total tchotchke crap. And I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Old Orchard. But it said, uh, beer is the answer. And then under it said, what was the question? <laughs> My other favorite was the guy at the Topsfield Fair that had a shirt on and said, while you were reading this, I farted. <laughs> I, li I like, how about bumper stickers? Back in the day, remember people used to put yep, bumper stickers? Yep, yep. And they you didn't, know what? Yes, yes, I'm sorry. They Go didn't ahead. have like. You know, I love, you know, Virginia is for lovers and all that yeah. shit. And then my brother came up, called me one day and he's like, you know, I believe the bumper sticker I just saw. It said, I'm not crazy. I'm knocking futz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I got to keep the, I got to roll yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you, Onyx, for saving my ass. Because I'm telling you, that was some rugged country. And the coolest thing about that was, and check out my Instagram page, I actually, uh, in my travels, I, I set it up the night before online on my computer and saw where I wanted to go. I marked the spot on my computer, which obviously it translated to the app. And I, in a very circuitous way, found my way to that spot, which was an old um, dried up beaver pond. And I didn't see any bears. And you know what, frankly, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know if I was going to kill a bear or not. But I actually uh, found bear scat. I found bear paw prints in the mud, moose prints, um, bunch of deer stuff. It was it was just the coolest thing, and, and was able to get my ass out of there without getting lost. But it was it was some tough country, and uh, thick and and real big hilly country. So thank you, Onyx. I wish you guys would like offer, like, if you did a standard state like Massachusetts, and then you could buy a state for five dollars five dollars extra and just tack them on but they haven't gotten to that technology yet i'm sure someone will compete with them and come up with some other gimmick like that and force them to do that but that would be that would be a good gig but um oh and touristy is tending to the fire oh, we're good. you know what i always say wood, everybody keep an eye out sweet on the fire <laughs> oh, oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spread that out for you so not that the fire oh I thought you were talking about your man spread. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. So great segue from all the partners we have. I mean, we've got some great partners. Um, we have we have great partners and we have great listeners. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. I'm back in the game. I got right. the, I got my uh, Carhartt hat on. Yeah. I got, uh, Am I going? I'm still in baseball cap. I'm yeah, in baseball wow. cap mode. Oh, you're not cold. I'm gonna sneak out tomorrow. So last Saturday. No, uh, Greg, I'm going to go uh, do some early cold calls. Uh, I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... No, that's what I was going to say. I'm going to get up super early and just start just banging on doors. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yep. yep. And the good news is... fool. The good news is he won't be listening. So anyway, I uh, last Saturday, 
I went, I, I'm, Colin got into bow hunting this year, as you know. Bought right. a bow, been shooting a lot out back. We got a nice little spread here that you can shoot. And uh, gotten pretty proficient with the bow. Proficiency <clears throat> with a bow on a target means nothing when you're ready to put an arrow through a live animal. It's a whole different friggin' scenario. So I'm out in uh, a stand in Shrewsbury that we, uh, that first time I've ever sat in that stand. And what do you do? Oh, spread them out? No, push it towards it. What, 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 what? Push that round log towards the square one. No, you yeah, don't leave no, it. No, no, oh, no, my God, I go. screw it up. No, no, it'll, that, trust all me. Right. Here we go. That's going to get gonna, hot. We're going to get that on. Okay. All right, sorry. All right, sorry. That's all right. Sorry. No, that's all right. I, I can remember where I was. Sorry, Richard. Where was I? <laughs> no, so I, um, so it's so funny. I'm in this stand, and, and this is a great spot in Shrewsbury. It's pr it's public land. Um, we kind of tripped over it. Dave Morrell doing his thing, and he's the best at, at finding property to hunt. So I, I said, I'm going to head out to this particular property. I won't say the street name. And Colin went to one of our standard stands about 30 yards into the swamp from where I killed my buck last year, my big buck. My beautiful big buck on the wall. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. I call him Bucky when I see him. He's just a he really looks like Uncle Buck. That's a handsome. That's a handsome deer. Really, nineteen and a half inch. In Ilford. I know we get a lot of listeners who don't know hunting, but keep stay with me here. Nineteen and a half inch inner spread on the antlers, which is big. That's a that's a good deer. Hey, Rich. That's we're talking to you. That's a good that's deer. That's right. That's a good deer, Rich. By the way, come on the podcast. Rich from Needham. Rich from Needham. All right. So um, I texted Colin sometime around 730 and said, seen anything? Oh, PM? <laughs> no, I went. No, it was no, it was early. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you know, no spotlighting deer at this. At this no, uh, no, no, no. So he sends back a text. Holy fucking shit, dad. Yikes. Which is, that could go a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah, I could. Oof. You're not going to believe this. No, he says, a giant 10-pointer chased a doe right behind me. Ba, ba, ba. They stopped. They initiated, because it was the rut. They initiated. See what happened when I moved that? No, 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 no. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, there you go. So they initiated. The doe peed. The buck. His, he had the lip curl going. I've never seen this. Oh, yeah. Tongue oh, out, lip oh, curl. Oh, I've done that. I know you have. It's <laughs> that disgusting. Was in, it was in college. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't just then. So then he... Um, Oh, Clarice. <laughs> so then he, uh, the buck stopped, pissed on his hawk glands, get, the whole thing started. He's grunting, the buck's, <laughs> right? And Colin, three steps into our shooting lane, and he would have killed the biggest buck that any of us have ever killed, just based on his description. Oof. So I'm like, oh my God, stay, you know, stay calm. They'll probably come back, blah, 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 right? In the meantime, I told Dave and Brian this. Dave texts Colin directly and says, oh, I heard you had a great encounter. And Colin says, I had sewing machine leg. <laughs> His left leg. I mean, you don't even know. I drew on a, on a spike two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I let off on him because we weren't going to kill small bucks, right? We, we decided on the way in. We're not killing small bucks. I got the shakes after that. It's amazing. The adrenaline 
Mm. It's it's incredible. I don't know if you've ever had that. Well, I've had it after I ate that Kelly's roast beef sandwich. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. You killed it. So, so I've uh, I I have to uh, apologize, Thirsty. That right now we're at fifty five minutes and twenty seven seconds, mm. and my little podcast platform does not allow me to go to more than an hour. So I'm going to stop right now. Remember where we were, calling hunting that deer, and we're going to start. Yeah, hey, welcome back to Pesto Pete's podcast. I know it probably doesn't sound like a welcome back because these will merge, but it's really odd that this this platform only allows you an hour, and God knows you and I, you and I, an hour? Are you shitting me? Hmm. No. So anyway, Colin, Colin got what he described to Dave as as uh, sewing machine leg, and he just couldn't stop it. And I, I have, I mean, it's amazing. That adrenaline that just courses through your body, and I know you've had it eating the Kelly's sandwich, but but uh, no, it's all good. So he's had some great experiences. I don't think there's been a day he's been out that he hasn't that he hasn't had an account encounter with a deer, which wow. is awesome, you know. And his first year bow hunting, he'll, it'll be his second year muzzleloader, I believe, second, maybe third. But we got to get. We, he's going to head out to Coab and he pulled a permit out there, so we're hoping that uh, that he kill something and we'll drag it back i it's funny um there i go it's funny uh, uh, hmm. brian's heading to uh florida today he's there now um they're gonna home down there but uh i called him last night I said hey uh i know you're heading to florida but can you do me a favor that that worked out really Ooh. well that log in the side Ooh. i said can you do me a favor i said leave the, the wheeler he's got a four wheeler and the key and the key to the gate because I feel really confident we're going to be hauling a deer out yeah, this I weekend. So. I think so, too. Wow. Uh, wow, that that's throwing some nice heat. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to post that for our friends on... Uh, yeah. Uh, check it out on at Pesto Pete's Podcast. That's a really pretty fire right there. It's downright purdy fire. Dang right purdy. That's purdy. So, so all good, man. All good. That's so, almost as purdy as my sister. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> You gotta put a little lisp in there. That's right. That's right. That's that's right. So, so you can tell right now we're gonna kind of getting back into the groove here. Yep, so, yep. so um, earlier you were talking about sharks and you were talking about how uh, you know they're hitting the Dorado and chasing them and everything. So I don't. I hope I haven't mentioned this on a podcast earlier, but. Um, uh, we were down in Walker's K, and uh, my buddy Gus it, it hooked into a oh, good Gus sized tuna with the big old cigar hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he smokes cigars. Well, they're all Cuban. Cuban, and, uh, so they smoke cigars. So it was uh, it was five Cubans and uh, me, the token gringo, and so we're all uh, you, no token gringo, and then one step beyond that by being a Swede. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so albino gringo. <laughs> Bring more sunscreen. They were like, you got any sunscreen? They looked at you and said, why? <laughs> why are you wearing a winter jacket? So uh, Gus, no, lays, I meant them. Gus lays into a, uh, a huge tuna. We were catching yellowfin and blackfin tuna. And uh, he hooked into a nice tuna. And the captain's up way up in this... Uh, this Hatteras. Up and, in the uh, flybridge. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
He's like, real, 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 real sharks, sharks. Oh. And Gus is reeling, and it's absolutely slack line. And he's screaming at him, real, 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 real. Unbeknownst to us, the uh, tuna is coming straight at the yeah. transom, and the shark is chasing him. And Gus is reeling as fast as he can. And right at the last second, the, the shark takes that tuna and just chops it off from the neck down. And Gus falls backwards and pulls in a, a just huge head. head. I'm like, holy shit. What'd you do with the head? <laughs> Some of the best meats up in the up in the neck. Oh, up man. in the up in the shoulder. Like um they call it uh oh uh, shoulder meat. Tuna collar. <laughs> I cooked a tuna collar on that grill right there one night after we caught that small bluefin. Oh, oh my god, the meat. You know how, how beef on the bone tastes yeah. different? Yeah. Oh my god, the the meat on a even on a fish, right? On that 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 right up against the bone on the on the collar. It's delicious, but yeah. But yeah, that must have been that's unbelievable. That I mean, obviously, how big was a tuna? You know, who knows? It had a good sized head. No, no, judging by I mean, what do you think? Fifty well, pounds? Well, I, I caught like a I caught like an eighty pound tuna and it was a good bit bigger than that. So okay. Yeah. So, so uh, a shark that could eat a ninety pound tuna. Nine hundred pound 70, tuna, yeah. Seventy five percent of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and take it one chomp. From the neck down, that's a good size shark. And you know what's cool about that is, Gus never felt like a tug, right? Mm -hmm. It was just like a, it was like surgical. Yeah, it was nothing. Like it was, sliced through it. Yeah, he never felt anything. He was anything but slack line. He was reeling in just dead line yeah, as yeah, fast yeah. as yeah. he could get it in, and then chunk gone. And, uh, and my favorite story from Walker's K is uh, my buddy's dad is. Um, is a really cool Cuban American, and uh, came over in '62 when uh, oh, right in the shit '63 actually when the shit, shit hit the fan, the fan with Castro right, right? and uh, so uh, you know a backstory which I've also had with Tino Martinez, uh, no no I'm sorry uh, Louis Tiant Louis Tiant the uh, former pitcher from the Red Sox he was a pitcher in the '70s for the Red Sox. He's Cuban American. Uh, he's Cuban, and uh, he came to the United States. And uh, he went back. There's a really good special. When yeah, he went back. Yeah, you know they let him back. You yeah, know, well, they, you don't was, just go back. Yeah, well, he told me that 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 was under the guise of this television production yeah. thing, as him being a uh, you know this professional athlete from the United States and. You know, Cuban pride and shit, and they couldn't be any further from the truth. Yeah. He was going back just to see what a shit show it was and, and what was left of his friends. And um, so I got talking to him. He he, he was at my cousin's wedding, and uh, he was telling me that uh, his biggest regret was he was able to get his parents out of Cuba, but he was not able to get his grandparents out of Aww. Cuba. So his parents, his grandparents died under, you know, the, the communist regime of uh, Fidel yeah. Castro. Have some, have a couple of pieces of bread for the week. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Vince's dad, uh, an accounting slash psychology major in college. No shit. And that's uh, a very interesting guy. Gets uh, arrested in his younger years in Cuba for stealing a pig to feed his family because uh, there was no food. 
you know, no, the government, no, government, a... government's going to provide you with everything except food, water, toilet paper. You know, it's just horrible. So anyway, I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, but, we're not, we're not but, in the but, politics but, thing. No, but, no, but anyway, come on, so, so he is, uh, he, he was a big cigar smoker and he is sitting in the fighting chair. It's his turn. And he lays into a king mackerel. That was just no. I'm sorry, Wahoo. Oh, see, Wahoo. Yeah. Oh, speedster, sixty oh. miles an hour. Oh my God, the the hum of the line going out on the reel was oh yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable, right? So he he's looking at the ocean and he's looking at his reel, and he had just lit this fine macanudo or something. I mean. Whatever his cigar of choice was, uh, um, um, Cohiba. Cohiba, Macanudo. Yeah. See, oh, there's another one. The big Cuban one is, yeah. oh, I'll think of it. Yeah. San Cristobal or something. something, something so like he had just lit this thing and he, he looks out at the, at the fish <laughs> and he goes, you son of a beach. And he takes one last drag <laughs> off of this huge, beautiful cigar and he throws it at the in the ocean and throws it at the fish. He goes, you son of a bitch. A <laughs> did he land the fish? He did. He, he did. did. Oh, and it was, it was a freaking uh, huge wahoo. I mean, it was 80 pounds if it was a pound. Oh, I mean, wow. it was a great wahoo. And I'll tell you, great. Did you eat it? Oh, yeah. That's Wahoo's the great. best. Wahoo's Wahoo, the best. I mean, Dorado's great. Mm. <laughs> so... Back, uh, I don't know, Christ. I got, I'd have to look up the pictures if I have any. I don't think I, I'd, I don't think I have cell pictures. So it had to be a long time ago, early two thousands. <laughs> when uh, Photomart was right, I had to go to the mall. Photomart right, was developing like your the drive-up mall, like the little, the little Photomart. For you younger <laughs> listeners, Photomart was where it was at. Oh damn, that was imagine <laughs> that, and you'd wait two weeks to get your pictures back. I mean, you little spoiled bitches. So, so um. We went down to Florida and fished, and it was me, um, Dave Morrell, Woody. Woody, Brian Thomas, and, uh, and Tommy. Pete Hopper. Tommy. Tommy and Hoppy. <laughs> Hoppy Tommy. So we stayed. We stayed. Yeah, that, it, look, at the, look at the heat coming out of that Woo! bitch. So we stayed in this condo development. Dave got a trade, um, you know, through his magazine or whatever. He got a trade. And uh, we stayed there, and it was this huge condo de- development, but we were off, off season. And there were literally at night, we'd go out and putt. There was a putting green next to the pool. <laughs> we'd go swim and then putt. There were three lights on, ours and two others in this, like, probably 500-unit condo development. Wow. We'd pull in every day with the boat, and we'd, we'd hook up to their hose and rinse the <laughs> boat down, drinking friggin' rum and Cokes. And so one night, we'd, we'd, we'd hosing the boat down, and I said, I'm going to go get dinner. You know, okay, I got someone's got to cook. Might as well be Pesto Pete. Yep. So I go, I you know, a couple of friggin' Añejo and Cokes, and I head out to the friggin' grocery store. So the guy, I said, got any mahi? And the guy says, we got this, and it's, it's I'm holding out my arms, shoulder width, and it's hanging over both sides, this wow. whole side of a mahi. Wow. And he goes, how much you want? I go, all of it. Wow. <laughs> nice. And we came back, and I bought these little... What are those little clams called that down in, don't say it. Down in Florida? <laughs> Co- Coquitos or something? Um, or Coquito? 
So I bought a bunch of those and, and I ended up coming back. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm not stumbling. Yeah, what do we got going over? That's loud. Yikes, that's a, that's a private jet. And it's moving. It's moving. It's low and it's moving. Low and moving. <laughs> hey, Bob Kraft, how you doing? Mm. So, uh, so we can't, I, I end up, I had to like cut it in half to get it in the oven. It was so, I mean, this thing was oh, probably yeah. three feet long. Yeah. That mahi is the best meat. Yeah. And wahoo is, beyond, you don't get oh, wahoo yeah. much. Wahoo is, uh, wahoo. is, is white. And uh, mahi is not as white. No, as it that. is. No, it's yeah. yeah. It's got a little bit, uh, a little bit. Listen, for lack of a better word, gaminess. Yeah, but. you're talking to a guy that doesn't like fish. And, oh uh, yeah, right. No, you don't so, like freshwater fish. Yeah, well, you know, because I, the fact that I don't like freshwater fish is really maybe sensitive to saltwater fish. But you know, so I kind of, uh, uh, you know, I got into the group grouper Oops, sandwiches and stuff, and I hit something. Blah blah blah. And uh, you know, I you know, I've got a much oh, better sandwiches. Oh, Are you kidding me? Oh. And then once I I had that whoop uh, whooper that wahoo wha- <laughs> whooper wahoo grouper wahoo grouper wha- it was a, a hybrid. It was a whooper. A whooper. And that wahoo that I I caught a wahoo in Miami and it was oh, fantastic. It's like it's, it's like best. it's like white beef. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's just like we cubed it up and it was just fantastic. It was the best. So you know when I was down in Walker and um, uh, I'm sorry I keep saying Walker's K when I was down in Capos Costa Rica, I caught a 70 pound Dorado mahi mahi. Oh, that's a world record. No 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 come on no. Yeah no 78 I think is a record. Yeah this was all right maybe it was 60 all right, all right. Like, whatever just, it was. Big. I'm just telling you I want yeah. I want to put you on the board. No 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 I, I'm not I'm not I'm not somebody that's like caught the biggest fish ever but it was oh, a, it was bullshit. big. It was big. I mean, it was, it was all of fifty pounds. I'll tell you that. And um, so uh, we we go, you know, we fillet the thing out there, and then we put it on ice. And, and they got this restaurant there that says, "You hook them, we cook them." That's so cool. And so uh, we bring this freaking trash bag full of mahi mahi <laughs> to the guy, and he's like, "Oh, holy shit!" So he's like, "How do you want it?" Like. You make it, we eat it. And so the guy was preparing it. In, Broiled. Yeah, uh, he did uh, oh. mahi-mahi fingers. Oh. He did it um, like this um, this Cajun style. Yeah, he yeah. did it in like four or five different ways. And we were sharing it with people in the restaurant. Right, I mean, cool, it, was, huh? it was so much food. But, what, it was, but okay, so, so to that point, right? So everyone I talk to, when they say, oh, you shoot deer, I hate venison. You know why I hate venison? Because someone cooked it wrong. Right, right, right. right? right. So it, it's all about sharing. Yeah, I can eat a shitload of venison every year, but I don't I don't kill a deer to eat it all. I kill a deer to share it. I mean, this is this is a resource that we have, right? That's right here. Yeah. And it's it's clean. It's there's no GMO, there's no freaking antibiotics, there's no you know, growth hormones. It's just the most natural meat. It's lean as crap. Yeah, it's you good. Know? Yeah. Oh well, my god. I know how lean it is. Yeah, you know, because that doesn't that doesn't work. But no, but you know, it's it's just so funny that you know everyone says, "Oh, well, how can you eat that? You know, aren't yeah. you afraid of getting diseases?" No, you're yeah. better off that than you are with a friggin', you know, some kind of cattle that grew up in a friggin' pen somewhere. <laughs> Mad cow. Mad cow thing. <laughs> and that's why we were up at we were up at camp last uh, last couple of weeks so two weeks ago or i came back i guess today 
a week ago. So we're up there, and you know, there's, there's no deer in northern Maine. They had a they had a, a winter kill, I don't know, ten years ago. Wow. Killed like ninety percent of the deer because wow. it got too deep. The snow got too deep for the deer. It's up, you know, up to their armpits. The moose can survive, but the deer can't. And they get eaten by, you know, coyotes and shit. And wow. They just die and then they rot away. So we were up there and, you know, we, we went up on, uh, I got up there on Friday morning. What is that? Big That big truck that we keep seeing. Oh, really? Yeah. Like F-350. F-950. Yeah. So it was a shack. So, uh, <laughs> so we are up there. And, you know, I, I checked the weather report, and I said, it's going to be like 65 degrees every day. Yeah, it was cuckoo. In the last four years, it's been snowing, 10 below. And we, it's Camp Windle blow because it's always windy. Yep. Dude, it was, it was blowing warm air over us at 65. We're out, on the, we're out in shorts and T-shirts driving ball, golf balls into the lake and stuff. It was a, it was a blast. I'll post a couple pictures on Instagram of us hunting for birds in literally in t-shirts, shorts, Crocs with our orange, you know, our orange stuff on per the state. But it was, it was so unseasonably warm and it's okay for birds, but does not do well for, uh, for, for the deer. I mean, a deer and, and even the moose, because while we're up there, you know, the, the, the local guys, the Penobscots, are, are looking for moose. I went up strictly for birds. And we killed, I think, 20, 20 22 birds in Monday night. We had a uh, deep-fried partridge dinner. Before the turkey dinner, we do a Thanksgiving dinner every year, which is deep-fried turkeys, all the fixings. I mean, talking about being in camp, and it, it's so much cooler when it's when freezing out, but it was just an absolute different experience to be up there walking around. You know, I, I, I jettisoned all my winter clothes and went up there really light in shorts, you know, jeans, T-shirts, you know, nothing, nothing uh, very heavy because it was just, it was 65, 70 degrees every every day and uh, like i said the birds the birds come out to some degree and we we got a bunch the i think the record the record bird kill one week and it was a warm week was 54 or 58 birds you know we greg and i got five on tuesday and that that was awesome but um you back from tending to the fire <laughs> i'll tell you look at that look at that fire dude that fire is awesome so you know Peter was just like that when we were at uh, Johnny's camp yeah, uh, no, two right? weeks before that. We were up there. We we had our our annual golf outing, and uh, the the uh, all right, sorry, adjusting my headphones. Um, the golf outing, you know, we were in shorts and uh, it was seventy. Dude, I slept in the back of my truck on a cot in the bed of my truck. Well, there was some bourbon involved in that. No, no, no. I you know what. <laughs> No, it was it was gonna drop to like forty eight that night. And I said I can do this, and I wanted to. How many? How often do you get the opportunity to sleep out under the stars? No, I know it was great. And uh, oh my god! So I was like, uh, it's just an unusually warm fall for us. But uh, yeah, it was fun. That, that was, was fun. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good trip. We talked about that I think in the previous previous episode because that was September twenty fifth, I think. 
and then we did one on October second, and uh, that was a good that was a good time. And getting out with you a little, little full wheeling, getting out through the meadow, we got to get back to that wall. Got to put the Tacoma through its paces. We got to get up to that wall and yeah. and go up on top and see what's up there. Yeah, you know, I wish we had done that. With what thirty foot? Yeah, crazy. It had to be thirty feet, right? It's like you just ask yourself, when was this stuff built? The fifties, forties, thirties, twenties. Well, yeah, Johnny's eighteen hundreds. The, you know? the family's owned it since the like forty five, right? Nineteen forty five. So it had to be. Yeah, but it was built, you know, good bit before. Oh that. shit! So, yeah. yeah, so that's good stuff. But no, we had a great time at camp. Good birds. We, you know, and we're shooting four tens. I mean, we're not. We're not killing ourselves. We got, and that is the coolest thing, dude. You run, you're running the roads, perfectly legal. We're running dirt roads. You see a partridge out in the road. You jump out. You get your 410, which is like the, the little kid shotgun. <laughs> it knuckles the things. You know, you don't need a 12 gauge or 20 even. And you knuckle the things, and and then you're bringing them back. And the, the beauty of it is, you're not picking shot out while you're eating them. You know, yeah. you, you, it's 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 perfectly clean. So. We had a really good time. Good, good chance to get to see the boys. We're gonna get up, I think, in February. They got another trip planned, so I might oh, go wow. up in February. Yeah. Wow. Want to go? Well, yeah, man. You know, we got the Johnny's camp uh, in February too. Oh uh, shit. You know, we typically go there. Um, it's a lot closer. It's two hours instead of seven. Uh, it's a lot That's easier. For sure. Yeah. But that comes down to whether the uh, logging roads are plowed or not. But we have tried to jump the uh, snowbank and the. Uh, <laughs> Four wheel drive. You know what happens up at Windleblow is if you if you can't get into camp, you go over to the the, the walkout down at the end of the lake, and you take snowmobiles across the lake. Yeah, that's how they do it. So. Yeah, so it's all good. Yeah. yeah. So you ready for a little quiz? A little quiz, right? Ready? Okay. All right. So we always have a little quiz. So you've heard of the Mandela effect? Yes. Uh, Pete always loves to quiz uh, the all knowing thirsty mofo after about. Uh, uh, eight beers. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mandela effect is when the masses, everyone believes a situation or event took place and it hasn't. And the reason they call it that is because everyone thought Nelson Mandela was dead and he wasn't. Hmm. So, okay. So you're ready? So you've got this vision in your head, right? The Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. So have you ever heard of the Berenstein Bears? Mm-hmm. That was a kid's book, right? Yeah, Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears. You just yeah. said it. Yeah. Yep. I know this is a challenge, but spell it. Bernstein. Uh, it's uh, B E A R S T I E N. Bears. Bernstein. Yeah. Like is it stain. Stain. Oh. Not Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah. All right. All right, dude. So did you? Uh, what are you jingling around over there? All right. Did you ever play Monopoly? A, uh, you played Monopoly, right? Oh, in real life. Yeah, well, every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but have you ever played Monopoly? Of course, yes. Okay. So, you know Mr. Moneybags? Yes. Okay. It's my, my uncle. <laughs> yeah, right? So, <laughs> no, it's my, actually my brother-in-law. We so call th- him Mr. Moneybags. Th- yeah, right? This is, a, this is a, a, a yes or no, and this is probably a giveaway. He wore a monocle. Yes. No, no monocle. Who, I confirm this. Who was Mr. Moneybag? Who wore Mr. the mon- Who wore the monocle? Not Mr. Moneybags. Well, who was it? No, then? I don't know. We don't care about that because that's not the question. All right. The question is, 
will you please open this beer for me? And uh, you can pour some off for yourself. No, I'm good. If you'd like? Are you no, good? I'm good. All right, all right, good. I'm, I'm good. All right. all right, so my hands are getting cold. I'm going to throw my gloves back on because they right. are toasty warm. Okay, next question. So, Mr. Remember, remember Mr. Mr. Magoo with remember, the monocle. Remember the show, right? Remember the show Sex Sex in the City? Mm hmm. Is that the name of it? Sex in the City? The name of the show? Yep. Sex in the, sex in the City? Yep. Yes. Nope. Sex and the City. It's this little, it's the little weird shit, right? All right, ready? As we spoke about earlier, I grew up in New Hampshire. I went <laughs> right, to college right, in Florida. Right, right, right. I can barely read. Okay. All right. In Snow White, what did she say to the mirror? Oh, that one, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't. Most people say mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the, the fairest, fairest one of, of all? Who's the fairest of them all? Of them all. Yeah. It was actually... I just lost it. Mirror, mirror. My name, oh, no. My name is Paul. <laughs> Paul, how you doing? Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> no, it was actually magic mirror on oh, the wall. Oh, wow. Like little shit like that. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. We get this. So, all right. You know Febreze, the shit you spray when you sketch on the floor? <laughs> I sell it and I use it. And, I, and I sketch on the floor. For, uh, this is a challenge. Spell Febreze. It's F-E-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. Nope. F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. Okay. Febreze. So I, th I threw an extra E in there. You threw right? two extra E's in there. All right. Well, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm illiterate. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got to look, 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 look. Oh, jeez. All right. So last one, I promise. Okay. All right. In Star Wars. Yes. What did what did Darth Vader say to Luke? I am your father. Nope. He said, "No, I am your father." He didn't say Luke. He said, "No, I am your father." I didn't say Luke or no. I oh, just said, you? "I am your father." When did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you haven't done an Ed McMahon all night. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. All right. I have leaned away from the microphone. Yeah, why? where'd you go? I'm leaning back in my chair. Come back. Ugh. Come back to me. All, all right, right. so we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna button it up. We're, right. we're in a minute, uh, minute. We're in a minute and a half. So we had a question come in on pestopedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank, go thank goodness. Finally, yeah, from Carlton, Carlton in Indiana. Yeah, hey, bud. Hey, thanks, bud. What thanks, up, Carlton? Carlton, peace out, bro. Thanks for hey, reaching out. Hey, thanks, Mofo. <laughs> thanks for hey, listening. Hey, hey, once we get the Pesto Pete podcast hat, you're getting one. Yeah, yeah. Don't hold your breath. Hey, listeners, <laughs> this is legit. This isn't like a. Dave in uh, Port Ritchie or uh, right. or uh, Jimmy no, down in no. uh, Fort Jimmy Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, where we made that up. <laughs> so this guy's a real person. No, so Carlton, and he may you know may not have all his shit together, but that's all right. We love him. So Carlton says, <laughs> "Dude, that was harsh, but that's all right. He's gonna he's gonna love this." So he said, "Hey, Pesto Pete." What is the bear population like in in uh, Massachusetts? So this harkens back to uh, uh, we had it 
in an early podcast where the guys on um, on uh, Meat Eater were like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, what are you hunting in Massachusetts? They kind of disparaged us, Ooh. sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. Yo, hey, Ranella, if you're listening, I'm coming after you. <laughs> No, I love I love Steve Rinella. Yeah. Uh, his shows, yeah. he he's the real deal. He really is. He, yeah, he just he, needs to get educated on yeah, Baron. He just, Baron he just mass. needs to open his eyes a little bit. Baron Mass. So, so I did a little research, and what did, what do you think the bear population in Massachusetts is? And that's that's not kind of fair, but because it's kind of because of other than uh, Yogi and Boo 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 Boo, <laughs> the bear population that in reminds Mass- me. Yes. All right. So Mandela effect. Remember the old the old fire in the woods kind of thing, smoky? Yeah, yeah. So what was that called? That was called um um Smoky. Yeah, the um You too can prevent forest fires, so and it's he, oh and he was all humble and shit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah but smoky most the, people think it was Smoky the Bear. Yeah. Smoky Bear. It was just Smoky Bear. Smoky Bear. Okay. Another Hugh Mandela effect. Look at me go. All right. All right. So, Carlton from Indiana. Thank you, Carlton. Asked how many, how, what's the pop? Oh, uh, he didn't ask that. What's it like hunting here? But so, what do you think the population is? Figure the population is. Of bears in Massachusetts? Yeah. Well, you know, they got that nuisance one when they let loose right next to John's camp that was that's, living in Manchester. You know, that's New Hampshire. They, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Mass. But that's All right. true. All right. And yeah. I slept right there. <laughs> the largest city in New Hampshire, and the thing is, like, taking up camp outside of some uh, elementary school. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to run down this neighborhood. Yeah, let me go down here and see if there's uh, a bird r- feeder. Row houses. But right. anyway, in Mass, um, I don't know, um... Forty-five hundred. Very. Oh my God, dude! You're like Nostradamus. Five thousand to six thousand. All right. Yeah. Well, so I, I was accounting for some good hunting. No, no, you're good. <laughs> and well, no. Speaking of that, so in 2016, after they reopened the bear the bear hunt, 2016 they killed 283 bears. That was a high in the last like 20 years of uh, bears killed in Massachusetts. So 283. How many licenses do you think they issued that year? Like five hundred? Um, I don't know, but that's, hey, that's something you need to know. Well, a lot I mean, of what we do, a lot of what we do, is we all we all apply for a bear permit in case one comes by during deer season. Yeah. But I went out this year. Colin went out with me this year, and uh, we hunted them out in those those uh, places out in Western Mass. And the funny, the, the screwed up thing, and check out my Instagram page again. Um, our friend Ben was golfing with his brother and Lee. Oh. When that big bear walked up the fairway next to him, I wasn't 40 minutes from there. Yeah. That that was a big, that was a probably 350, 400 pound bear. But um, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know, you know, that's a good question. But we all pull permits. It's a $5 extra permit. So everyone probably gets one just in case. And you know what? Frankly, I don't know if I'd kill one. You know, I, I talked to Herb up at camp. We were bird hunting together. And he said, you know, I, I find him a majestic animal, and if there's something spiritual about him, I don't know that I'd kill one. And yeah, said, and, you know they, and you know what? When they stand up on their hind legs, they're almost human-like. They're very human. And uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, I don't think I could kill one unless he was about to uh, disembowel yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that's when, you, that's when the decision like, is easy. And then after I, 
expelled my bowels into my underwear, I'd be like, huh, well, well, that's feet. Typi- that's typically when they turn. Yeah, feet don't <laughs> fail me now. If that didn't scare them off with a little spiral art. It's like, spiral art. Like, feet don't, don't fail, fail me now. Me now. No, and a gun don't fail me now. But they um, there's about an 8% annual increase in Massachusetts. So, you know, they, they're out here. And, you know, I was, I was out riding my bike oh, two months ago. Went by that guy's house in Millis. Red, red bike? My no, my bike, my green bike. <laughs> so he said, uh, "Hey, yeah, uh, guy." I saw this old dude pulling into his driveway. He's got deer antlers all over his garage. He goes, "Oh," he he said, "Do you hunt bears?" And I I said, uh, "We're going out this weekend." He said, "Why don't you just hunt here? They're all out back here in Millis." Wow. Oh yeah. He really? Said he's, he's never seen one, but he's got them on trail cam. Wow, well, yep. we had one right, right, yeah, right one there. block over. Yeah, I right mean, there. Yeah, that was... 200 yards from here. Cuckoo. Yeah, eating the bird feeder. Yeah. But that, you know where they're living, out in that, out in, you know, New Hill Reservation. Yeah. It's crazy out there, but... No, good stuff. So yeah. that was a good, a little... Uh, Carlton, little, Carlton little. thanks for listening, and yeah, thanks Carlton. for the great question. And please, send more, and uh, we love having listeners, uh, you know, listen to us. And dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love having listeners listen. So, dude, send us your address on uh, at or Pesto Peach Podcast at, at uh, gmail.com, please. Yeah, I'll send and we'll you send clean, you something. Yeah, I'll we'll send, send you, you something. You I'll know s- what? I'm gonna send him a clean cut solutions hat and <laughs> a carved arrowhead from a moose antler. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, Carlton, yeah, it's all yours. Yeah, send it's up to in. you. Send them. Hey, no fakies. No fake. Nobody's <laughs> right. No, right. Nobody pretend they're Carlton and say, "Oh, yeah, I'm Carlton." Well, send well me you the, know what I'm gonna do. They're going to send their address. I'm going to drive the gifts out to them. Yeah. And then check their ID. You and me both. Yeah. Road we're going to go to That's road trip. Be. Hi, hon. Um, Charlie and I are going out to <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> I'll be back in three days to deliver. A, I got to deliver an antler. All right. We'll work that out. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll figure it so out. So, dude, we'll we're there. We're an hour and a half. Okay. Done. Been good. Done. Awesome. Good. Quiet Cat. Jefferson's Bourbon. Four Roses Bourbon. Kevin on the Cape. Kevin on the Cape. Rich and Needham. Everybody's Nitch, needs met. Niche and Needham. Niche and Needham. Niche and Needham. Regulator Boats. Do we take Four Jack's Roses? Jack's Abbey. Jack's Abbey. Four and, Roses. And more importantly, Kelly's Roast Beef. Yeah. Keep, oh. it, keep roasting that beef. 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 We keep, keep sending the beef. We're going to get you guys out here. Maybe a midwinter. Midwinter. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do remember, it. Yeah. Remember when you snow blew this bowl out yeah, here? Oh, back. Yeah, yeah and, that was so and, cool. And we sat in the bowl, and the snow banks had to have been six, eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we that had a awesome. fire pit in the middle, and you had gotten down to bare grass, and uh, we had probably four or five feet of snow on the ground, and with the snow blowing, the walls we were like we were inside an igloo, like an igloo with yeah, no yeah. roof. Yeah, and it was, that was um, cool. It was a Vista roof, they call it. Ford calls it a Vista roof. Oh, a Vista. <laughs> it's a front to back, it's a Vista. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. You know what? We, we're kind of cuckoo, but when, you, when you're listening and you you got to click on that star, go to the far right, give us five stars. If you don't like it, let us know. If you do like it, let us know. And uh, what is that noise? That truck again? Yeah. Uh, another, no, uh, it was a car. Oh, wow, it's loud. But, snow uh, tires. <laughs> yeah, maybe they got studs on. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening. We appreciate we appreciate you listening. We appreciate all our listeners. And, and uh, 
Thanks, we'll be folks. back. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks, folks. Yeah. Thirsty Mofo out. Pesto Pete out.